Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. This is Mets. Little kids like me. Hello, 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 and welcome to this glorious mess, little kids. My name is Tegan Atolli, and would you believe it is officially November? Yes, it means we're almost at the end of this hellish year. I'm Lee Campbell, <laughs> and bring on Christmas. It's the Christmas Grinch herself. <laughs> no, I like Christmas. I'm the 2021 Grinch because yes. it was such a average year. It is November though and as I mentioned this is This Glorious Mess Little Kids Mamma Mia's podcast for parents with little ones under the age of five and if you have bigger kids on Fridays we drop This Glorious Mess Big Kids with Holly Wainwright and Andrew Daddo but of course you can listen to both of us because we're both fab. (laughs) And on today's show, we are going to be joined by a very special guest who we are very excited about, Moana Hope. Yes, I love Moana. Yeah, I've been a bit of a Moana stalker, I'm not going to lie. Her and I are both going through IVF, so we're basically besties. Oh, that's nice. Never met her or spoken to her before in my life, but in my head. But you're each other's spirit animal and you don't even know it. Moana is an AFL superstar, former Australian Survivor contestant and a mum. Her and her wife, Isabella, welcomed their first child almost a year ago and they are looking to expand their family soon. Moana is going to share with us what she's learned along the way in her first year of motherhood and starting the journey to expand her family. But first, let's dive into this week's Listener Dilemma. Now it's time for Listener Dilemmas. Yay! Let's go! This week's question came to us through the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group. It's from an anonymous listener and she asked, I'm unexpectedly pregnant with my fourth. Very unplanned and we aren't happy about it. I'm having panic attacks and depressive symptoms since finding out. I feel like I was finally seeing the light as my son is two and a half and I had plans to go back to university next year. I don't want to go through another horrible pregnancy, being miserable for nine months. I worry how this will affect my kids. How will I cope with four? I just feel like I've gone back to the start. I almost booked an abortion that many times, but I'm almost 11 weeks now. I should add my partner works insane hours. I run the house 99% of the time alone. I have no family support. We aren't getting anywhere with savings as it is. We have a three-bedroom house. I feel so lost and trapped. Like my life is over. I know that sounds dramatic, but I feel like that right now. Four kids just seems insane in this day and age where life is so expensive and busy. My head is in a spin. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm sorry if this upsets anyone. And if your husband is putting off getting a snip, make his appointment today before you end up like me. Oh, my God. I need to do that, actually. The snip? Well, not me, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Oh, Oh, that's... I reckon that's the hardest one we've ever had. Absolutely. And I just want to say I think it's so brave for her to post, even anonymously, because... Admitting you have those feelings when you're so deep in the trenches of, you know, not sure what to do. Absolutely. I, and I was so proud of the parenting group because there was so many really lovely, thought out, supportive replies. Yeah. It was fantastic. That's really nice. And I think it's so hard. 
as a mum, they're things that we feel like we shouldn't or can't say. But I can guarantee you I know so many women that have felt the same, including myself to a degree. You know, when I fell pregnant with Banjo, it was such a shock and so unplanned. And I can relate to her because you really do dwell on why it will be hard and why you won't be able to manage and how you won't cope Mm. as well with pregnancy hormones. You know, you sit in your shit. Like you really Mm. do. It's hard to see the light and it's hard to see positivity when it's just not what you had planned for your life. Mm -hmm. And this actually is really emotional for me because it's, you know, you can't sit there and tell another mum, oh, just think positively. But I must say, like in my experience, the idea of, it is worse than it. And I'm not saying that it will be easy and I'm Mm. not saying that it won't be challenging and it won't, you know, it will be the way that you always dreamed and planned for it to be. But, you know, I do believe you're only dealt what you can handle Mm. and I think you'll figure it out. Like as mums, we're superheroes. We just figure it out. Mm. You know, whether your kids have to share a room or whether you just have to put off uni a little bit longer, like it will work out Mm. and there will be hurdles that you'll have to overcome. But I think the fears are worse than the reality in my experience. I mean, you've got a place to speak from because you went into IVF hoping to have our baby and then 13 months later you've got three kids. So it's not dissimilar. And then guilt is the worst part because, you know, for me, Banjo was my first natural pregnancy and I yearned for for so long. Yeah, you wanted to weigh on a stick and be excited. And the first one that I ever actually got two lines on, I didn't want at all. (laughs) It was the worst, most disappointing feeling I've ever experienced. And the guilt and shame that naturally as a mother comes with that Mm. and speaking up about it is really, really hard. And that's probably part of this listener's battle. For sure. And I think that would have taken real bravery. And it's hard for me as someone that's desperate for another baby. I feel like women feel like they can't say that stuff to me. And you absolutely can. I feel like one person's problem and another person's problem don't cancel each other out. I obviously can't tell you what to do. I feel like maybe deep down you haven't had a termination for a particular reason. I think either way, if you do go down the termination route or you don't, I think you need to seek some counselling ASAP and have that ongoing because I feel like there's a lot of deep-seated feelings there. Uh, A good therapist will really be able to help you work through that sort of stuff. You can't have too much support in a situation like this. Mm. And I just think see them ongoing. Don't suppress your feelings. I hope you've got people around you that can give you real-life hugs. Tegan and I would love to give you those. We're sending them virtually. All our love and whatever you do, there's no wrong or right decision. Moana Hope is amazing. She's a successful business owner. She's a full-time carer to her younger sister and an accomplished athlete. Last year, she and her wife welcomed their first child, Svea, in Melbourne's lockdown. And they have recently announced that they are looking to expand their family. Moana joins us now to chat about what it's like to be a first-time mum. Okay, Moana, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah, I can. My little family is me, my wife, Isabella. I'm full-time care of my disabled sister, Lavinia, who's 28, I think. You'll kill me for getting that wrong. <laughs> and I've got a little daughter, Svea, who's going to be turning one in two weeks. Oh, that's wow. so exciting. So you, yeah. you're Melbourne-based, aren't you? So has your yeah. daughter essentially been in lockdown pretty much her whole life? The whole, yeah, whole life, yeah. Oh yeah, gosh. like we went we went to a restaurant on Saturday and I think she was looking at people like, <laughs> what are you, <laughs> you know? Where did you all come from? Because what is we've, literally, we've literally been locked down. But the cute thing is she loves kids. So whenever she sees a kid, big or little, she just 
crawl straight through. And as you mentioned, your daughter is turning one in a couple of weeks. Are you doing the big hoo-ha or are you keeping it low-key? Oh, no, she's going to get the big hoo-ha. Oh, great. (laughs) I'm just hoping they allow, you know, I've got a big family. I've got 14 brothers and sisters and I've got like, you know, I I lost count on how many nieces and nephews. So, and a lot of them haven't even met her, actually. Yeah. That's how much we've been in lockdown. She's super play, like she just loves to play. She's so active. So I feel like I really want to do something super cute and just, you know, try and get a ball out of first candles. But yeah, (laughs) we're planning like little ball pits and stuff like that to be a bit cute. Oh, I love that. That's really nice. Now, from the outside, it looks like you've got a lot going on. You've got your business, you've got your caring for your sister and the fantastic fundraiser, raising your daughter, you're a wife. How do you fit in any time for you? Do you manage to get to do you stuff at the moment or has it just kind of been surviving the last year? Oh, I think for me, you stuff is me and Belle at the end of the night once we put Sphere down, we, we watch an, an episode of something on Netflix for an hour. That's probably the most amount of time we get. But I also love training. I love exercising. So my personal use time, I choose to go for like a 60K run or a 30K bike ride just because I just love the release of the orphans. So I think that's my time. Okay. Any other time I have spare, I generally just love spending it with spare. Oh, mm. I love that. That sounds very realistic. Like, same with my husband. We watch maybe half an episode and we fall asleep <laughs> and we, yeah. we get to That's the our next, quality yeah. time together. Exactly. <laughs> now, Lee was just carrying on in your intro about how you guys are besties, but you don't even know it yet because you are <laughs> actually... Yes, yes, exactly. Because in her theory, it's because you're both doing IVF at the same time together. So instantly BFFs. <laughs> oh, uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But how's it going for you? You're looking to expand your family. How's the process going this time? Round. Yeah, this time it's me trying, so I get to be the carrying mum. Wow! Um, so I'm looking forward to if we're successful, the times I get to just lay in bed and do nothing. <laughs> although, <laughs> yes. Although I'm not sure that's going to be possible because Sphere is super active. Yes. But yes, we're in the process of that at the moment with Monash IVF, and as you know yourself, it's it's quite the process. It's very, it can be very exhausting because it's all. You know, it's all by dates and times and mm-hmm. appointments and, and it's, it's a massive lead up to, well, we're trying IUI first, so into an insemination. Oh, great. That is a 15% chance of, of it happening, but that's where we're at at the moment, yeah. We're just finalising some appointments before we can try. Oh, I wish you all the luck. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? You get the percentages because you think, I'll just do this and it'll work. And then they're like, you know, you've got 15, yeah. 20%. You're yeah. like, hang on. Yeah. I thought that it just <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Well, my mum is actually... She was actually told she was hyper-fertile. That's mm. why she had so many kids. So I'm like, if you can give me one gene, please have given me this one gene. This 15% chance, so I hope it works. Oh, that would be nice. And do you feel like you have a, a better idea of the process? Because you saw Isabella go through it first, do you feel like you kind of know what you're up for? Yes and no. No, because I feel like as the partner, when Belle's talking to the, to the nurse or the doctor, you sometimes zone out on the things that are important to her. <laughs> totally. So I'm just like, now I'm the person in it, I'm like pen and paper, and she's doing the zoning out, and I'm like, come on, be there for me. <laughs> yes. So I wow. feel like I understand the process, but you don't really understand the process until you actually go through it yourself. Yeah, it's that nitty-gritty stuff that only the person going through it yeah. physically can really understand, yes. for sure. I think every relationship's like that. I think the, the partner who's not carrying the baby will never fully understand what their partner that's, that's carrying the baby totally. or trying to carry the baby is going through. I just don't think 
you can't comprehend it. But in your instance, it's so cool because now you'll have actual you, mutual yeah. respect oh, for like, thank yeah. you for I was doing just that for that. us. I'm like, we just always have to cop that our husbands will never understand what we went yeah. through bearing their yeah. child. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, once, once I experience it, I'll be the first one to talk about it. <laughs> I love that. And on the show, we love to talk about mum hacks. So we want to know if you have any good ones that you can share with us today. Um, oh God, you know, I've been asked this question twice and I always get off the phone and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I should have said that. I should have brought that up. Like there's, there's so many, like there's so many from, I know that when we have the next baby, we are going to be so set because we've already gone through the trial and error phase yes. of what does and doesn't work. Like I've gone from sucking snot out of Sophia's nose <laughs> to <laughs> calling our pediatrician like we are a bit crazy every five minutes when we see a rash or oh. we see that, you know, there's, she's got a cough and I'm like on the phone going, this is cough normal. <laughs> we're, yes. we're just that kind of parent because we've been through that now. I already know the things that work. I know that there's like a, a little sucky thing that sucks my other nose. <laughs> I know that what a normal rash looks like. So I can't say, I can't say I have ATIP because there's so many, but I do have things that work for Sphere and, and work really well. She has super sensitive skin, so she gets eczema like me. So I feel like she definitely picked that up from me. Mm. So her skin's really, really sensitive. So for that, like we use particular body washes or wipes. We had to change wipes recently and different types of sunscreen. So everything's particular for that. So it's really, really nice to see. It's not really nice, but it's really, it was kind of good that I had had eczema so I know what it's like. Yeah. And then, you know, we're able to pick that up pretty early. Yeah, it's all about adapting in motherhood, isn't it? And I feel exactly the same way as you. That's why I want another child because I've learned so much on the first yeah. one. I'm like, now I want I'll to be, use I'll this. be so much better this yes. time around. Yeah. I want to yeah. le- use all the lessons yeah. I've learned. So you mentioned earlier that you love training and that's a, an outlet for you to ha- take some self-care. In what ways do you get physical? <laughs> Let's get physical <laughs> now. And how do you fit it all in? I tell you, when I play AFRW, or actually my whole life growing up, I actually hated running long distance. Like I really hated it. I thought it was so boring. But the last few years, I've just fell in love with it. I've just fell in love with training. So I generally just love going for a five or a six k run one day. The next day, I'm on the bike for thirty k ride. I am getting into a bit of yoga, which is quite good. Mm. I'm not very flexible, but <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm getting stronger from it. So it's always different. Some meditation, some gym. I love to go to gym. So I always change it up every day so that one, don't get bored, but two, using different parts of my body. And that's kind of like my thing. Like me and Bao have a thing. She has yoga, I have a training, so we make sure we both work that in. I think that's so important too for the other parent to say, hey, no, you get a bit of time off, off you go, because yeah. otherwise it's so easy to go, oh, yeah. oh the baby, I can't. And, yeah, and that's make your excuse. thing. Yeah, you got to fit your yeah. thing in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's ours. Hers is yoga. Yeah, she's a bit of a yogi. And mine's just whatever I choose. In between work, of course. Awesome. Oh, Moana, thank you so much for chatting to us. We uh, wish you all the best on your journey. Hopefully yes. we can continue to be virtual besties when we have our IVF babies. <laughs> oh, thank you. Best of luck. You too. Take care. Thanks, Moana.
Recommendations time. And before Tegan and I share ours this week, we had a lovely recommendation from listener Claire. She said, I love TGM Kids. It makes my week. I'm a couple of weeks behind due to a crazy few weeks. So I've just listened to the episode where another listener asked for advice on what to do with baby all day, being bored at home. My daughter was born with a couple of gross motor skill issues and as a result of needing extra help, I came across Nicole from Western Kids Physio on Instagram, which is at Nicole underscore Kids Physio. She posts dozens of amazing baby play ideas, which are for all kids, not just those who need physio. The play ideas range from birth and tummy time to toddlers with a focus on them being cheap and easy to do at home using everyday items. I don't know Nicole and this is not sponsored, but I can't recommend her enough. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, me too. What is yours, my friend? So mine is so random. <laughs> but I think we picked ours up from Kmart. Mm. But And at first I just thought it was a crappy piece of junk toy. Oh. <laughs> But you still like take it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can pick something each for however much. That's it. They hadn't been to the shops for four months. So yes. it was like the first visit to Kmart. Anyway, Indy got this Peppa Pig thing. Well, actually, she got the George one. And it's, you think it's like a little toy house, but it's mm. actually a pot plant. Like, and it comes with the seeds. Oh. And so I can't explain it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. But it looks like a little Peppa Pig house. But you plant and you get the little it? ornaments and you but it comes with the seed. It wasn't until I was taking it out of the thing. I'm like, what are these seeds for? And I was like, oh, it's a little planter box, but in the shape of a little Peppa Pig house, and it comes with a little ornament oh so you can gosh. pop in the plant. Alexander would love that. And then do you grow it? Yeah, and you grow it. So we planted the seeds. Like Indy checks it on the balcony every oh, day, and she puts her George in it. It's really like cute, and it's an. I think it would be a nice little Christmas gift. Like if you've got mm. like the twenty dollar mark. Yes, it's kiddish but also educational love it yeah because yeah. then they're learning to grow and water and yeah, all that responsibility got to pop it in the sun yeah so that's cute what's the plant no idea oh, no, no idea. <laughs> i'm not a green thunder oh my god me neither i look at a plant and it dies <laughs> i say to jason stop bringing plants in here because i'm keeping three kids alive that yeah. plant is i'm like just... welcome to your place of death i don't do <laughs> <laughs> prepare to die <laughs> prepare to die well my what recommendation also came through a follower on instagram who Suggested it to me. I have not read it, but I believe it will be good. Is this a sunscreen book? Yes. <laughs> Did she send it to you too? Yes, but I was so excited. I'm so glad you're doing it because okay. I thought we need to talk about this. Because we had a listener dilemma, dilemma a few weeks ago where the yes. listener, their child didn't want sunscreen. So the book is called The Adventures of Willie and His Sunburnt Bum. I really wish it was called The Adventures of Willie and His Sunburnt Willie, but anyway. <laughs> um, it's all about, you know, the importance of applying sunscreen and how Willie needs it and applies it. And I've had a look on the website. I haven't read it, but I, guys, it's not. Encyclopedia Britannica. Like, I think I can guess what happens. Uh, and isn't that great? He doesn't get a burnt willy. Well, no, but I think maybe he gets a burnt So, bum. where can we buy it? It's on adventureswithtara.com.au. Okay. So, isn't if you've great? got a, it's like one of those encouraging books. Correct. Like, but she's putting on yes. sunscreen. This is what we can do. So, I don't do the books like that. I do, um, like we do Daniel Tiger whenever we need to teach oh anything because Daniel Tiger gets a haircut. Daniel Tiger. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Oh, it's the I'm best. I'm so bad with books. I need to get But like, this is a show. I, this is on the iPad. I'm like, mummy's getting ready. Watch Daniel Tiger. Anyway, the book, The Adventures of Willie and His Sunburnt Bum, is so good for little kids who need to get into sunscreen. I, still, I feel like I need to get more story books like this. Like I've still got like A is for Apple. <laughs> Like my kids are four and three nearly. Yeah, it's time and to I'm, move I on. I need to update the bookshelves and get rid of all the old ones. Oh my god, I love it. What the? What the? What the? What the? Parenting. Oof. WTF, my friend? 
Okay, so I want to know why every toddler, and by every I mean all three of mine, start every sentence with mommy. <laughs> like no matter what they're going to say, mommy. And it's, it's like they switch on the whinge tone and yes. prolong it. Mommy. And what do they want? Can I have a cookie? Like yeah. just don't do the mummy part. Say, can I have a cookie? Mum, can I? Oh, I don't know. Just I'm getting mum now. We've dropped mummy. Oh, mum. No, I'm still mummy. I want to be mummy. My kid's two and a half. Oh, my gosh. No, I just want to be mum, nothing. It's <laughs> mum or dad. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> I'm your mummy. I don't think my kids have ever called me mum. I hate it. Yeah, I know. The mummy. Well, the I, banned, I banned the word mummy in the oh. car on Sunday. I'm like, no one is allowed to say mummy How'd anymore. How'd Mindy's like, why? And I'm like, because it's all I've heard all day, every minute of every day of every minute. Mommy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I reckon one's enough. I can't imagine it multiplied by three. Oh, but it's just, I don't know why they start every sentence with it. It must be to get my attention, obviously. But God. Because well, you're the whole universe. You're the snack provider. You're the entertainment yeah, provider. And that's you're... what I mean. Mommy, can you change the channel? Mommy, can I have a cucumber? Mommy, <laughs> I need to go to the toilet. Mommy. I'm like, I know every single thing they think and do times three oh, all yeah. day long. And they tell me. I I need a Valium. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine is, speaking of Daniel Tiger gets a haircut, Alexander (laughs) went for his haircut last week. First haircut out of lockdown. We gave him one to get him through lockdown, but it was very haphazard. It did not go well. Oh, it took has a, he had one at a? Yeah, he's oh had my one god, at yeah, he had them before. every few weeks before lockdown, and oh. that took us so long for him to get confident enough to just sit there. Wow! And it was like we were starting all over again. Mm. He was hysterical, and I had the consent bloody episode in my ears like don't make them do something they don't want to do but he's got a half shaved head and he's going mommy want to go home so I'm bribing him with chocolate he half eats the chocolate but then spits it everywhere because he's crying so much he's sitting on my lap I'm squeezing him I'm sweating the woman's sweating she's going you're doing so well mommy make it stop I want daddy (laughs) it was horrific he finally finishes I go up to pay he's standing there like she gives him a balloon and at this place, there's like little glass, like, you know, the little glass shelf where they put the scissors and stuff jutting oh, out. He yeah. turns around, <gasps> smacks Shit. his head in this shelf so hard and the drawback. <gasps> oh, yeah. But that Everyone's moment of just silence. Waiting. Yeah. And then I just felt so bad. I left in tears, dripping sweat. And of course, I put fake tan on before we walked up to the hairdresser. <laughs> So, like, I'm dripping down. My kid's hysterical. He's got a cut on his head. He's got chocolate dripping down his face. And you just wonder why you bother. Hey, like, I was like, like he those, is like... having a man bun from now yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, see, buddy. And he got, we went to the toy shop after that. He got to pick a toy. Like, I did all the right things, but it was just horrific. Oh, my gosh. It's some days you just got to stay in Well, bed. I just think <laughs> lockdown, you're starting everything. Same with swimming. They're starting Agree. again. Agree. Yeah. The <sighs> little things that used to be easy is now like a big deal. Correct. Because they haven't done it for so long. Anyway. Let's go. Let's go have a Valium. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? I wake up in the morning, I'm like, give me a coffee. And by the end of the day, I'm like, give give me a sedative. (laughs) Well, thank you for tuning in. I hope we've been your sedative for the day and your parenting problems. And why not listen to one of our other podcasts or try out The Quickie? It's Mamma Mia's daily news podcast and takes you behind the scenes of what is making headlines. Here is a little taste. What impact do you think having a more diverse cast will have on the kids who watch this generation of Wiggles? The videos with Sahai on TikTok are getting way more views than most of the other videos. Obviously, Anthony's a legend and both Simon and Lockie, they're both musical theatre trained, so they know how to work a stage. 
But the way Sahai commands a stage is quite incredible to watch. It's really something to behold. She's engaging. She's full of energy. I know kids already love her, but when she puts on that yellow skivvy, I think her popularity is just going to skyrocket. So it is a really good business decision for the Wiggles. And don't forget to follow us wherever you get your pods. Leave us a review or email us your parenting dilemmas and feedback to tgm at mamamia.com.au or call the pod phone 02899-9386. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode is produced by Michaela Floriano. See you later. Ciao. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.